0: What's up, WizKids? Jamoke Davis with Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rame. Uh We're here for another edition of Off the Bench, and we missed you, Jacob, last week. You missed out on a great show with Jason Smith. We had a good time, didn't we, Jeremy?
1: Great time. This is. How, it's been a long time since Jacob and I have been on the same show, hasn't it? Like two months. Yeah, a long time. But yeah. yeah, we had a great guest. you want to hug
0: it out real that's, quick? That's
1: not true. Maybe we snuck one in there in between, but it feels like a long time. No, it has been. A I feel like it but was definitely mid-December. Yeah, it was probably You're probably right. Yeah, 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 it's been a while. But yeah, we we're
2: bad when Jeremy and I last spoke. <laughs> <on the laughs>
1: we show, were bad, and, and now, now we're good. <laughs> now, we're, now we're good. <laughs> now we're great. We're, we're all the way to the top. On our way to the top. But yes, we had a great guest. Jason Smith broke down movies, little basketball the cba really good show so if you haven't listened to that one yet go check out the last episode
0: yeah that was i i think i I was pleasantly surprised at uh how much he knew about movies like i knew he knew movies but like he really was going in i I was excited and the
1: oscars are coming up soon so maybe we'll have to bring him back for some oscar predictions yeah
0: yeah i like that too all right so speaking of predictions let's just start off right here what's the what's your prediction on john wall making the all-star team is that a serious question? It is a serious question, because like, now we're down to
1: coaches and I've players. Seen some people still have him on a snub list, which is shocking to it's me. That's down, downright preposterous.
0: It is, but it's a legitimate thing that we may have to
2: deal with.
1: No. I think it's a lock.
0: I refuse to believe that.
1: I, I, I
2: refuse to believe there's any scenario where he's not on the team.
1: Yeah, I mean, I said that uh, six weeks ago that I didn't think there was any way he'd be left off. but
2: And since then, he's only been playing better, and we've yeah, been winning.
1: You know, I mean, the player of the month in December, he's continued that kind of play these first couple weeks in January. He's, yeah. he's been one of the best players in the conference. His numbers speak for themselves, and the team's now winning, so there's really no way, in my mind, he could I think be left the ba- off. I think
2: the five backcourt members are going to be... Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas, DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, and John Wall.
1: Yeah, that's probably going to be it. I thought it's six, is it not? Is I think it's se- seven. I think it's six and six. S- six and six on the team. Guard, six guards, six court. Yeah, I think there's one more you could throw in there. So we'll see who that last guy will be. I mean, it depends. But I think that, oh, maybe,
2: forward, maybe that's how yeah. it that can be either a guard or a forward, though. Maybe that's how they do it That can be either a guard or a court player. So, I mean, it could be a guy like Jimmy Butler, although he's probably going to start, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bradley uh, Beal.
1: I ho- I Bradley
0: w- Beal's been on fire. Like, I don't right, – right? Has he been I on said, fire? Like,
1: what's going on? I said Bradley Beal is deserving. I mean, his numbers his numbers are there. There's just a lot of tough competition. And to have two guys from the same team on a 12-man roster when, you know, the team's better now, but they're a couple of games over 500. They're 4-13 and 13 on the road. Uh, you know – Lowry and DeRozan can do it because they're near the top of the conference. Yeah. I think we still have a little bit to go there. but Plus,
2: they had an entire nation voting for them.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> I just don't – you know, the coaches will select the reserves. I think Beal – I think he's going to be one of the first guys <laughs> snubbed. You know, I, I I think he's deserving. He could certainly be there, but just based on the competition and because Wall's already going to – I think going to be picked – there's going to be some other guys that are, you know, right up there with Beal. It's just, it's like who, you know, someone has to be left off. and. It, Kemba I'd
2: Walker, for instance.
1: Right.
0: Kemba Walker. Yeah. Kemba will be close. Um, and the thing is, so let's break down their percentages, right? The fans get 25%. Fans get 50. 50. Yes. And then the coaches get 25 and media gets another But this is just for starters.
2: for starters. I mean, I for think starters. that now we're talking about the, the reserve voting. Yeah. The right. Coaches. Reserve.
0: So, but reserve is the same thing, No, right? no. 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 no, no, no. The coaches
1: pick the, coaches, the reserves.
0: The coaches only. Yes. No, it's media. I thought it was
1: coaches and media. No, the coach the coaches select the reserves, the the staffs, the all star staff. Well, select, they they select the reserves.
0: I'm really confused, and I'm saying this based on the fact that we, I don't know, Jacob, you were there, where we came I out the I thought of it was media, national media that selected yes, some of the reserves. And it was like the all-star no. voting ends on the 17th, and then the coaches on the 19th, and that'll determine the full roster. That's, but okay.
1: That's how I've always understood it, that coaches select the, the reserve players. Media selects the awards at the end of the year, but I don't think they have a say in the reserve all-star picks.
0: And this is why we don't get off the bench. Because because the media, <laughs>
1: the media got to select the starters. You know, the twenty-five percent of the starters, which was yeah, I thought that was something new this year. But um,
0: Jacob is furiously looking it up right now, just to see. Okay, uh, let's talk about the play on the court. It's
2: coaches around the league. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's uh, that's what I, that's how I always understood it.
0: So we're all sitting it to coach. I knew we was we were you know trying to make sure john gets out there to all of the media and coaches so that he can get more recognition but i feel like the coaches probably they they have to be paying attention to the other guards i read an
2: email incorrectly this morning is why i thought it was national media
1: okay we cool
2: okay it's definitely coaches we cool
1: okay so he's in then I think I would be shocked if he wasn't. I'll say that. I'm mean, kind of
2: embarrassed by our lack of understanding of the situation. No, situations. it's okay because okay. I think
0: both of us were confused. We well, both I had it backwards.
2: I, I thought I I incorrectly read an email this morning talking about the media voting for him.
1: It's all good. And now I'm back on but, the straight and narrow. Yeah, but I think getting to the play on the court, if uh, that's our next topic, I mean, fr- what a turnaround. 14-6 and six over the last 20 games. Yeah. The home streak is really impressive. You know they've beaten some good teams. You know some some of the it's been some schedule favors and things like that. Mm -hmm. And you know things have gone their way, but that kind of has to happen over a 12 game home win streak. But the the play and the way they they've you know used the fans' energy and they've pulled pulled out close games. They've blown teams out. They beat the heck
2: out of the Blazers yesterday. Holy cow!
1: Yeah, that's, I know that's an impressive win over, you know, Portland, their first game of a road trip, but, you know, that's not a bad team. You know, they have two all-star level players in the backcourt, and yeah. the Wizards put it on them early and never let up. I mean, that was a blowout from the beginning, and that was one of their most impressive wins of the year. Um, John Wall played and Bradley Beal played under 30 minutes and they both still scored over their average. Yeah. Um, so that's
2: what I like to hear is them playing under 30 minutes. Yeah,
1: and that's two straight games for John of playing about 28 or 30 minutes. So anytime you can give him rest and get, let him heal up when well, we've got a back to back coming up especially yeah. against Memphis yeah. and New York. Yeah, and that's home the home the play at home. I mean, first twelve-game home win streak in about twenty-five years since the 88-89 season. Um, so s- thanks to. Uh, let's see if we can take it on the road now, though. That's yeah. what I want to
2: see: is if we can. I mean, they're obviously playing phenomenally well at home, but let's see if we can play play some better ball at home. I mean, on the road.
0: Yep. Yeah, because realistically, we've already played over half of our home games. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and that's something that I actually just wrote about in yeah. our mid-season. You know, tomorrow, the Grizzlies game on Wednesday is going to be the midpoint of the season, and the Wizards are going to have played seven more home games than road. I think this yeah. is the fastest the season has ever gone for me. Really? I think you say I that cannot believe year.
2: how quick. I, you're probably right. But considering how many home games we've had and all that, I, this season yeah. has flown by so far.
1: Yeah, it, it, it always flies for me. It's just like once we get going, it's just such a, you know, it's such a grind, but... It's crazy. We are already at the halfway mark of the season. I feel like we were just doing our preview, previewing the season type show. But, um, but as I just mentioned, seven more games at home than on the road at the halfway mark, which is that's kind of a significant amount of more home games because what that means is there's going to be a lot more road games. Everyone plays forty-one and forty-one home and road. So. You got to make that up, and they're going to have to be able to win games on the road because even if they beat the Grizzlies, they'll be three games over five hundred. With all those extra road games on the second half, they're going to have to win a lot more of the road games than they have, you know, percentage-wise, than they have in this first half, where they're four and thirteen. Yeah. Um, you know, granted, some of those road losses are very tough losses that could have easily been wins, but they're going to have to find a way to pull out some of those wins in the second half or you know or else they're going to be right around teetering for a playoff spot even if they keep playing this well at home. You look at
2: you look at the road trip coming up and you look at New York, Detroit, Charlotte. Yeah. You know, you you see those three games and those are all those winnable are three games. I mean, if we were playing those three at home, I'd say those are three wins, but yeah. I just don't know how yeah. we're going to show up on the road. So, yeah. I mean, those are definitely three winnable games. Detroit and Charlotte are two teams and are that are not playing particularly well right now in New York.
1: None. Of, none of the New York's two and eight, and they I mean, team. I was going to say New York is a disaster um, right now. Sure. Yeah, bo- all those teams. Those teams are all. You know, the Pistons and Knicks are on the outside right now. Charlotte, I think, is the eighth seed, but they're right around that. They've been losing a lot, considering how hot they started. The yeah, year. they got off to a great start, and they just haven't been playing as well lately. So those, that's going to be three, three tough. You know, none of those games are going to be easy. It's not like. Yeah. I don't know if. I say they're probably going to be around pickums if you know if you put all the spread on it but those are three games that the Wizards could go in and you know I don't, you want to think they could win all three but two out of three would be uh, would be great if they could get some momentum going on the road and keep this home momentum and bring that out on the road that would be really really impressive if they could get two out of three on this uh, upcoming trip I think everyone would take that at this point then we follow
2: yeah. that up with the rematch against Boston. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one's circled.
1: So the, what what do you think about, like, every game that they
0: win at home, w- you know, we love the Portland game. The game flow was amazing because they led the entire game. But this Memphis game mm-hmm. is going to be, would you say, their biggest, like, contest of this turnaround, or this 14-6 and six turnaround, this is the game where they're really mm-hmm. playing – a top-notch opponent. I know they're only 24 and 18, but dude, they didn't have dude, the Mike Clippers. Conley for part of that. Yeah, the
1: Clippers what? wins probably their I guess you could call it their best win, you know, the okay. Clippers were at full strength. Right, right. Or close to it in that game. Blake was that was his last game that before he went out with his injury. Mm-hmm. That was probably their most impressive win. He got hurt in that game, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I think he was hurt coming into that game. Right. And he, and then he re-aggravated yeah. something, but yeah. But yeah, that there's been a few, you know, at the time when they I think before that Clippers game, they beat Detroit, um, and Detroit was playing wasn't playing as poorly at that. Both Detroit time. and Charlotte at that point. Yeah, Charlotte and Detroit—they beat both of them, and that was that same home stand. Um, you know, they've had some some impressive wins. They beat Milwaukee, who's you know a team right around them in the standings. But yeah, the Grizzlies are a good team it's a team that the wizards probably should have beat in that second game of the season. Without if question. It wasn't for Marcus Saul hitting those threes and yeah. that one three at the end of the game to send it to overtime, but they they remember that and they want to, you know, get him back and this is their only home home game against the grizzlies of the year. Um, you know, it's a it's a winnable game. I think it's the grizzlies are a good team. They just lost at home to Chicago. Um, you know, Mike Conley's back for them. He I was going to say I don't think he played he was out in the
0: first game. He was not. He did not play. He's he was out. out in that yeah.
1: second game. Yeah, um, but Conley's back. Marcus Shaw's still there. Zebo's there, of course. You know that's yeah. been their core for years. Um, you know what you're going to get with the Grizzlies. They play hard. They're tough. Um, Tony Allen's probably still one of the best defenders in the league. Um, so obviously going to be a tough test for Beal, but. Um, it should be a good game. It's, you know, right before the road trip, it would be great to get that thirteenth straight home win, yeah. and then go on the road for a week. So I want,
2: I want, to, I want that game. I Me want too, this Grizzlies. Me
1: game. too,
0: I really do, because I feel like the
1: Grizzlies are. I mean, heck, they beat I Golden
2: want, State Warriors. I want to ride the home winning streak. Yeah, yeah, the Warriors. Boston.
1: The Grizzlies have some really impressive wins on their on their schedule. I think they yeah. beat the Warriors they, and they, the Cavs. They
2: came back from they they outscored the um the Warriors by forty. In over the, second the fourth and quarter, quarter and over yeah, time. Or, yeah, yeah,
1: they had a crazy comeback and they beat somebody else. I, I don't know if it was Cleveland or one of the other top teams they've beaten, um, or or did they beat the Warriors twice?
0: I don't remember them beating the Warriors S- twice. They
1: they have some impressive wins. They're a uh, they're a good they're a good team, and you know you know you're going to get a hard fought game with them. So should be a good one for the Wiz Wednesday night. Um, we bring bringing in a special guest in my uh, man Shalape
0: get an outsider's view of the wizards you've been hearing us talking uh you can get the
3: mic now Shilape. what are your thoughts on the wizards hello everybody uh my thoughts on the wizards is it's been a it's been an up and down season but now it's a lot more consistency especially with the way they're playing at home um i feel like they're doing a great job of moving the ball on offense a lot more john Wall's conducting the offense bradley bill's getting the team with early offense spacing the floor hitting shots Kelly Oubre has been a nice spark off the bench. Marcin Gortat has been controlling the paint, giving them consistent double-doubles. Markeith Morris has give them the inside-outside threat. And Otto Porter has been Mr. Consistent for the team this year. And I feel like, uh, you know, John Wall is definitely separated himself. I remember last year was discussions of is he a top five point guard in the NBA? Is he, is he living up to what his contract is? I think t- John Wall is uh, knocking out all the critics. Uh, he's definitely an all-star. I think uh, for the reserves, I think Bradley Bill needs some love. I know Kemba Walker had a nice start to the season, but I know the Shalabov Bobcats at twenty and twenty-one now. Hornets. Oh, Hornets. 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 Rookie. My fault, Michael. Rookie. Jordan. My fault, Michael. But uh, <laughs> can
2: we get can we get some introduction of this man other than his
0: so name? that's what that's what I'm gonna do. So Shalape actually is uh one of our uh he used to want to come work here, and finally he got in the door. He works with us on the Wizard side in our production department but he also has some experience uh coaching basketball a little aau basketball and a refereeing too right no, no just oh, aau okay, and coach high AAU. school AAU. Coach high school, that's yeah. what it is so he's doing a little bit of everything uh and i enjoy working with him so i figured i said hey we're doing a podcast with jacob and jeremy we said this year we try to bring on a, a guest for every episode so i was like why don't you come on in shalape okay. so that's why i brought him in here love it He's pretty cool it's pretty cool um Okay, so you talked about Otto Porter. What do you guys... Do you think that just in general, Jeremy and Jacob, is he not getting enough love for the consistency that he's shown on the court? I mean,
2: I don't think he's... He's never going to be a guy that gets a crazy amount of, like, love in the media or whatever. Um, We know what he does for us. I mean, and I think that, you know, his... His contract is going to show that and sort itself out in the offseason. and um, I think that he's been his, his shot chart is as pretty a shot chart as there is in the NBA right now. Um, and I, I don't think I mean when you're playing on a team with Beal and Wall, you're never going to be a guy that gets crazy amount of media love. But I, I think people are starting to take notice of what he's doing.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think Otto's ever going to be an All Star in the league. I think I think his peak. Is I don't know if we've reached his peak, but you're getting pretty much I think what I thought he was going to be when we drafted him at number three. I thought a guy that's going to give you you know 13, 14, 15 points a night. He's going to shoot a high percentage. He's going to make winning plays. He knows you know he knows how to cut. He knows basically how to play the right way. And he's a guy that's he's a great guy to have on your team. A great guy to always have on the court because of all the good things he does. The rebound. The hustling. Uh, He's. I don't think he's ever going to be a number one guy. Um, You know, he's not a guy you throw the ball to and you know isolate and have him or have him run pick and roll. But he's a guy when he's open, he's going to shoot and he's going to knock down shots. And this year he's shooting fifty of three percent, fifty four percent from the field. Fifty three and then forty
0: three. That's better than
1: Steph Curry. Forty three percent. He's six in the league in three point shooting.
2: All right, let's not let's not compare. That's him better to than Steph, Steph Curry. Curry shooting. He, sh- he shoots. He shoots a little bit less than Steph. But he does. shoots. <laughs> but the, you love guys.
1: Coaches love guys that shoot when they're open, and he shoots when he's open. And you know they usually want him to shoot a little bit more. But this year I think he's been more aggressive and taken more shots and taken some shots off the dribble that. Um, you know, and he's been the third option that, that yeah. this team's really, really counted on from him, and that's yeah. that's really been huge. And
2: some nights he's not even the third; some nights he's the fourth, the fifth. Yeah, I mean, he could mm-hmm. be. depending on when the depending on uh, the matchups and etc.
0: And as part of that, also like his demeanor—he just you know takes what he gets, works in the game flow versus like a me guy, like I need the ball, <coughs> which I think is not a necessarily a detriment, especially when you know it is kind of ball dominant with Wall and Beal. Uh, yeah. I, I feel you're like gonna
2: get the same same thing same demeanor same out of auto if he takes 15 shots if he takes five shots he's very he's level-headed guy yeah um, he's, he's the he's the sort of guy that you, you need on a team with uh, with a couple of star point guard uh, star guards star
0: guards uh, Jeremy since you were here on the last uh, since you were here the last episode but Jacob was not I wanted we normally ask you for your stories but maybe Jacob can share some of his stories from the from the league meetings. You got anything uh, for us? Jacob? It's always
2: um it's always really good to um, Did you see
0: Mickey and Minnie down at Disney?
2: I did not. We were uh, we were around Universal Studios though, but um it's always very good to Also oh, con- Harry Potter. It's always very good to I did not get to Harry Potter land. <laughs> it's always very good to connect with with peers around the league, bounce ideas off each other. Um, it's always a really good time. It happens twice a year, and uh, a lot of a lot of really smart people. Yeah. Um,
0: so you you were soaking up some knowledge. Was trying to. But now, do you? Uh, you're smart too. What what were you sharing with them about the greatness that is Washington Wizards dot com and our social media accounts? I just you know nothing. I'm, I'm more of a listener. <laughs> more of a listener. <laughs> no, I um we uh
2: we all we all talk. I mean, it's all it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of free-flowing of ideas and you know Very
1: confidential Jamoke we don't give away too much i know
0: here. come on jacob you
2: got pretty it's pretty, per, it's where'd pretty did you proprietary you eat? where'd you eat um i got sick
0: oh my gosh that that's like a big thing when you travel is where you eat and you got sick
2: i was not well when we were there so i did not do much eating
0: this is getting really boring i
2: you want me to tell you about the outdoor wedding in Duluth, Minnesota I was at after oh, yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about yeah, that. It was negative 20 degrees while you the go bride and groom fishing? were getting married. No. No ice I fishing? stayed inside as much as possible.
0: Okay. All right. I guess so. All right. Uh, so, Jacob, um, if, you, if, if you don't have any stories for us, can you at least share something that we can learn that's going to be coming up with social media? Something new we're going to we try. a big surprise coming on social A big media. surprise. Coming coming yeah.
1: soon but we can't give it away you can't give so. it
0: away we already know about the the snap spectacles yeah. no you don't
2: yeah, we've, we seen, talk, yeah. we've seen oh we did. we did we did but bit. then we're going to be debuting some stuff with the snap, spec- snap yeah, the spectacles. spectacles made their debut some new briefly. some good new live content coming to you on facebook
0: awesome kind of like antonio brown did in the <laughs> locker room probably like,
2: not quite like antonio brown did actually our uh our uh head of pr scott hall um, preemptively informed me that we would not be allowed to go live like Antonio <laughs> Brown did before I could even ask.
0: <laughs> that's, the, yeah. see, that's, that's good stuff there, Jacob. Excellent. And Jeremy, we did use the Snap Spectacles at the African American Museum. Yes, that was really cool, and, and Ubre was really into it.
1: Yep, we got a little bit out of that, testing some things out, and we'll do some more with that in the second half of the year. So that should be a fun new uh, toy to play with.
0: And now you're going to hang out with a certain Mr. Ubre. Can you give us, give the viewers out there and listeners, a little bit of a tease of what well, they can expect?
1: Yeah, we have an in the, we have an interview coming up for a feature that should be in the, probably won't be ready until the March program because this stuff gets to be printed so far in advance. So, um, but look for a big story on Kelly, um, his personality and kind of his uniqueness. Okay. That, uh, will be on display and we'll do some fun social things with him too but um but yeah we wanted we want to stay tuned tell stay some tuned. more of his story and and have him uh share kind of kind of his personality with the fans because it's a very very unique personality
0: all right Wiz kids i hope you've enjoyed the podcast today we had a great time talking washington wizards thank you very much for shalape joining us as well for jeremy hyman and jacob rain i'm jamoke davis ciao for now everybody